this is episode, I do not know what number, I think 14 or 15. I'm so happy. I'm in the episode. I'm, I'm in the studio with my guy, Poppy Chulo, a.k.a. Sandy Danto, a.k.a. the number one flourisher. Currently in a beanie and a shirt that says middle-aged mutant ninja turtle father or ninja father. Mutant age Sorry, middle age. Middle age. Sorry, I am you, illiterate. So, middle age mutant ninja father. Got it. Bang. We're in the studio. Before we begin, I just want to shout out Health Aid Kombucha. God bless you for flourishing with me. Uh, Sandy's drinking his lemon ginger. Take a nice sip. Oh, let me take a sip. Mm. That's what health tastes like. Mm. Oh, that probiotic, that bubbly probiotic. I feel like I shouldn't have spoken yet until I gave the proper... Well, that first five minutes is going to be in the episode. It was just like the warm-up to us. Yeah, like the no, official yeah, beginning. Yeah. Okay. The official official. Gotcha. This is like we're on air. Yeah. We're on it's air. the warm-up. Yeah, it was the warm-up. It was the cold open. It was the first quick nut you get out before you give her that good stipple. Yeah, because you got to get that first nut out first. You know, it's going to come fast. It's going to come fast. But the second one, that's, that's where the longevity comes from. That's what I always say. That's what I always say when I'm hooking up with a girl for the first time. I'm like, listen, either I'm gonna jerk, I should jerk off or you should blow me because otherwise this is going to be like five thrusts. Yeah, I mean, honestly, what kind of girl is like, you should take long with me? Isn't that, wouldn't that be a, an insult? Clitoris stimulation is important and yes that would be an insult i'm gonna start I'm like gonna... what what girl's like i'm so flattered he took so long to yeah exactly Wait, what like, yeah yeah also, agreed let me just throw oh, this out there agreed who wants to fuck all night long oh my god first of all every single girl i've ever fucked should be flattered <laughs> Because, <laughs> because you I am, and every I am thoughtful that way. In yeah. that respect, I am the most thoughtful guy out there. You know, um, but Sandy, a new father, eight days as a father. Talk to me. What's the energy? What's the vibe? I just realized it's nine days. Nine days. They grow up. So they fast. grow up so fast. I was saying it earlier. She's already going to be running her credit card, dating a bar mitzvah DJ. <laughs> <laughs> You're in tra- you're you're yeah. You know what? I'm still friends with my bar mitzvah DJs. I'm okay with that. Oh They're my good god! Dudes. Yeah. I hate my bar mitzvah DJs. Who was your bar mitzvah DJ? Paige and Gion. Fuck you, Paige and Gion. Oh, I know them. Shout yeah. out to them. Yeah, fuck them. One of them sent me a nice note. Oh, I, I'm sure they sent a fucking note. A They'll send baby. an email every three months. <laughs> hey. Are you still? Yeah, fuck you, Paige still, and Gion. Are they still, WWE, baby. WWF. So they're still working with Iron Sheep. Who knows? Yeah. I, I, fuck. Podcast beefs are really popular, <laughs> so we should play this Yeah, up. well, they don't have a podcast. What do they have, a Bar Mitzvah DJ podcast? There you go. Oh, no. They have a podcast about how, they, listen, they got a podcast about how to trick an entire Jewish community to make them think that they're Jewish when they're really Iranian. Oh, and wow. they're not Jewish at all. Wow, that's a bombshell. I, I, I never. That's a very that's a, that's a specific bomb. Toronto oh, no, Jewish they're, community bombshell. They're, they're doing they're doing bar mitzvahs in Detroit and Michigan and Chicago and here and there. This is a Jewish community thing. Wow, alert the but Jewish they, Journal. They're raising money for UJA. He Page did marry a Jew. I will say. Okay. He does do a lot for the Jewish community. But we don't speak anymore, and there's a reason for it. Because I have a self worth. Good for you. Moving man. on. You got to stand up for yourself. Moving on. Yeah. Especially in this business. Holy shit. Yeah, get trampled on. Yeah. 
It's a push and pull. Push and pull. Push and pull. Because sometimes you stand up for yourself too soon and you cut your nose off to spite your face. You make some bad decisions. You got to know when to hold them and when to fold them. And when to just stay true to yourself, which is always. Yeah, always. If you always stay true to yourself, I feel like everything always plays out proper. And I think that when you have a kid, which I just did to tie it back into that, it, you the motivation and the, the confidence in doing so is so much stronger. And you know what? Like, it's a, it's a, a testament, you know, obviously anybody can have a kid, but you guys really wanted to have a kid. Y'all got married. Y'all did it the right way, I guess, if that's considered to be the right way. I don't think like, there is there, any there, one right way. Actually, there really isn't a right way. And I want to talk about this because the only right way is to bring a kid into a stable situation. Yes, exactly. Like a, a, a situation exactly. that's safe and healthy. Yes, I That's agree. It. I concur. And you know what? There's a lot of people that weren't born into that, and they're flourishing. Yes, exactly. So, exactly. You know, there really is no. But you know, we we got married. You did the traditional. We did way. what our parents wanted us to do, way. which is not what I wanted to do ever. Never saw myself doing it this way. Yep. But it's just how it shook out, and it's we. We did everything for the right reasons. We didn't just get married because that's the time in our life when we're supposed to do that. We we had a kid not just because it's, you know, what you're supposed to do. It, it just happened all organically. Kind of like Hellfade Kombucha. Hey! But you know what's kind of dope about it is that y'all used to date when you were like... In high school. In high school. Yeah. And then you had to rekindle the relationship, which I was actually around for at the beginning. Yeah, you were. In Actually, in me York. and you hung out the day after me and her hooked up for the first, for the time. first time. And I thought it was going to be a one-night stand, if I'm being perfectly honest. Oh, but, you know, and look how things change. Yeah, I caught those feelings hard. Oh, yeah. and now you have a beautiful baby girl. Yeah, beautiful. It, Oh my god, she's Stunning. so beautiful. Yeah. Her eyes, beautiful head of hair. She's got very intense eyes, full head of hair. During birth, I couldn't tell where she started and Sally ended. Oh my god! I'm just kidding. <laughs> Brew! <laughs> Brew indeed. <laughs> no, I'm proud of you, bro. Thank Everyone, you. come on, round of applause. Sandy's a father! Thank you. Yeah. It really, it's amazing, and it kind of feels like... This has been my purpose in life. My purpose in life, I feel, is to make people laugh. Yes. Because it's just what I was naturally gifted. Yes. The ability to be funny. Yes. And to be a dad. Yes. Those are my purposes in life. And everything I do from here on out is just motivated by being the best at those two things. Yes, yes, yes. I'm just so proud of you. You're going to be a great dad. Thank you, man. I can tell you that. I can feel it. My intuition is telling me. I change diapers in the middle of the night. It feels <laughs> and you're good. Like, you're like, I'm breastfeeding. <laughs> I've tried. My nipples are sore. Wait, have, I was watching the movie Meet the Falkers or something where he has like a, a thing where he's wearing a thing where yeah, it's like I you can breastfeed. So is, that an, actual, listening is, to is this? that an actual thing? Yeah. You oh, can so you wear, have, oh, so stop. It's like a thing you wear around your neck that holds the bottles in the fashion of breasts. And you have a new podcast that's popping off. Yeah, we have a new podcast I'm doing with another Canadian. Avery Pearson. Avery Pearson. And oh, John Tavares to the Leafs. Oh, yeah. he was. We recorded yesterday, and he was freaking, freaking out about out that. the whole time. And his phone was blowing up like how I imagine mine was when LeBron went to the Lakers. But <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. It, like, I was like, first of all, Woo, though, why Tavares. does the NHL have the same free agency day as NBA. Split it up. 
Make it oh so people God. don't like, have to like. Like the people already don't give a fuck about the NHL. Right, right. Like, Make it so it's a thing separate and people can pay attention to it and not have to be like, oh, John Tavares to the Maple. Oh, but LeBron's oh, going to the Lakers. Lakers. Uh, fuck John Tavares. Fuck yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. The only people that care about that are people in Toronto. Right. And but hockey I, fans. But I think that the, the, the thing about it is, is that unless it's the Stanley Cup in sports, people don't give a fuck. And if you go to right. Toronto and you watch TSN, which is the you know equivalent of ESPN in Canada, mm-hmm. it's all it's eighty percent hockey. Right. I I was in and, or, I was in Edmonton recently. You're watching CFL during the NBA pl- playoffs, and they were just playing curling. Ho- yeah, curling. Yeah, yeah. The 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 Mountie Horse Race Championships. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have a suggestion for ho- about hockey. Yes, I love hockey. I grew up on it in Detroit. Hockey Town, which is weird because it's not in Canada, but it's close. Been to Joe St. Louis. Yeah. And uh, here's my thing. Going to a hockey game is probably... And basketball is my number one. Andre Drummond. From day one, basketball, I grew up with the bad boys. I love basketball more than anything. Chauncey Billups. But I think going to a hockey game is the best sporting experience you can have live. But on, it doesn't... It just doesn't translate to television and i'm here's my suggestion how to fix it okay i listen to podcasts on one and a half or two times speed a lot of people think i'm crazy and when they hear it when they get in my car or they approach me listening to it they're like this is horrible what are you doing but it's the way i like to listen to it because Sped people up. pause Sped people up. talk slowly yep. to to be clearly heard and i want to just get through it i've got a lot of stuff to do yeah you want to ingest the the content but hockey goes too fast, and I think they need to slow it down 0.75 speed for TV. They need hockey. to slow it down just just for television because the reason why it's harder to watch on television is because, like, the puck goes by too fast, and they tried in the 90s that thing where they had, like, the illuminated puck for television. Yes, you remember yes, that? Yes, yes, yes. And it didn't it work, and they got rid of it. it so I think if they just ah, slowed ah, ah, it ah. down like, by, by maybe 20%. Like, slightly. Slightly. Interesting. Just just for television consumption. Because in person, it's, it's perfect. But... On television, it's it just the reason why it's harder to watch is because it just happens too fast. Yeah, I think that it's too hard for your brain to process in real time. I think yeah, and I think that the people that a lot of people that aren't into hockey, another thing about hockey that people don't understand is that if you watch a hockey game and it's a five four game, and there's a couple fights throughout the game and a couple like you know, and it's a good game. There's there's not much better than that nothing, live. Nothing. But when it's, it's like a UFC fight, figure skating, exactly. And a so many event so many things happening that is bigger than all of it all in one. Yeah, but when you go to a game and it's one nothing. Yeah, it's it's not ideal. It's a, a two nothing game and there's no fights and you have to be a real sports fan to appreciate defense in any in anything other than a courtroom, you know. Yeah. Hey, Johnny Cochran vibes for your bitch one time. <laughs> the only two people, the only two kinds of people that appreciate defense are sports fans and criminals. Yes, and I am a sports fan. However, I'm not a criminal, but I do. I did play defense when I played hockey uh, growing up. Yeah, I was. I, me too. You played defense too. Yeah, I mean, I never played ice hockey. I played rollerblade hockey. I wanted to play ice hockey. My mom wouldn't let me because she was afraid of me getting hurt. Okay. So Jewish. I, I, she wouldn't let me play football, which I think my body is most uh, 
adapt for you because I'm great running back. Yeah. The bus. Or just a lineman, you know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Or linebacker. My, yeah. My mom would not let me play football wow. or hockey. Wow. wow just wow. soccer, basketball, and baseball. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So let's get into the sports. And because... then I just started smoking weed and quit them all. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. I could have played AAA. I, I, I could have gone to the NHL, actually. Really? I just decided. Yeah. I could have. Wow. Well, I mean, yeah, maybe. You know what? If I, I think, really committed I to it, I could have. I could have had a shot. Athletic body, you're tall, and you're. You're. By the way, your shooting form in basketball, fantastic. Thank you very much. Really good. Thank you. Uh, I'm an athlete. You are an athlete, and I, I think gotta, yeah. if you had the proper discipline, you probably could have. Yeah, I really could have. I really could have. NBA. That's, that's or NHL. what a lot of it comes down to. A lot of people. No, it's just commitment. Just yeah. It's always yeah. So let's talk about. But instead, you've committed to laughter, love, and food. Weed, pussy, no, yeah. you're fine. Um, that's all. That's all entangled in laughter, yes. love, and food. Yes, it's all one. Yeah. It's a lifestyle. Heavy. Yeah, exactly. Heavy. <laughs> so, okay, John Tavares to the Leafs. That's no one gives a fuck. <laughs> really, though, no one gives a fuck except for people in Toronto. Yeah. Let's talk about people at Burger Shack are listening to this. Like, what about us? Yeah, exactly. Well, actually, nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are listening. Yeah. Okay, so. Well, Burger Shack, homemade banquet burger. Wow. Okay. There you go. And we... I know Canada. Yes, you I've do. I've been to parts of Canada Canadians have never heard of. Like? Red Deer, Alberta, Canada. Racist. Slave Lake, Alberta, Racist. Canada. Racist. Lethbridge, Alberta, Canada. Racist. Um Fort St. John, Alberta. Canada. I'm not. Canada is super not racist, but in these no, types actually of, it is. No, no, no. It's I, 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 super I, no, no, no. I was just about to say in these types of markets, yeah, that aren't uh, that are very you know ruralized, right? Or, uh, rural is ruralized even a word? Uh, yeah. Ruralization. Rural, ruralization. Ruralize something, it would be like have to be move it out and then yeah, move it out. Start farming. Yeah, move all it of out. Sudden down the boulevard. Yeah. You know? So. I don't know. I just I don't even know what we were talking about anymore. I'm so stoned. Uh, <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> we're talking about uh, Canada being racist. Oh yes. Here's yes, the yes. thing that people don't realize about Canada's racism: is any that small town. It's against. Yeah, that's true. But it's. But I'd say even in the cities, people are racist against the uh, native folk. Oh yeah. And the Packies. They, they, I'm not sure. Is that a? Is that a? I think Pakistan. Is that a slur? I, I have no idea. Because I grew up in. Go. I would visit Canada. I went to camp in Canada. Yes. my wife did too, but separate camps, and you did too. Yes, I did. My my family actually all in Algonquin to... Park, one of the most beautiful places on earth. Yes, tranquil, beautiful, pristine. unbelievable. Yeah, uh, and I would visit my friends in Toronto, and they would be like, "You guys don't have packies in Michigan." I'm like, "What's a packy?" They're just like. Uh, Oh, they're you know, and it would just be like I don't they know all that, do this, and they you know I, their I, houses I, all smell like this. And it's like I didn't know. I didn't. I I I. I mean, I didn't know about that. Yeah, yeah. I and I didn't know until way later. I was like, oh, that, that's Pakistani. Yeah, yeah. I think that is maybe racial. Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think for sure it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, not that like. Uh, I uh, not that I think that maybe they were they being racial about it like r- racially like not cool about it like I mean racist they're, they're children and I'm sure they're just repeating whatever their parents they, they, said yeah, yeah 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 that's just kind of how it goes and then you grow up and you either become, become that or you're, or you're like, like oh a nice guy. um that was wrong yes yes yeah. yes I grew up with not many Pakistani friends yeah 
Well, but, you went to Jewish schools, right? No, I went to. I went to. No, I went to like I went to Goy school. Where did you go is to it, high school? Wait, is Goy go, is Goy a slur? <laughs> Goy is technically a. But I don't it, think I, it, it really depends. is. I mean, everybody's offended by everything. Yes, now, so it exactly, doesn't matter. Goy exactly. is just you Yiddish can't... for not Jewish. So why is so that it's racist? Considered to be a slur because it's not inclusive. Because it's not English. Well, that and because it's, it's like it's. Elevating yes, yes, Jews yes. and and excluding think... everyone else. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But, yeah, and, yeah, but it's typically it's typically pointed towards white Christian people. Yes, and a shiksa is that a slur? Technically, yeah. Because okay, so a shiksa for people who don't know, it's a is, it's a non-Jewish is a woman. non-Jewish no. Yeah. No, let's look it up. A shiksa is a hot non-Jewish woman. I always thought it was just a non-Jewish woman. Okay, let's look but this we're up. Gonna, we're gonna get we're to, gonna look this up because I, it said in on Google the first thing it says used especially by Jews and it's italicized Jews. I don't. That's pretty racist. Shiksa, a Gentile girl or woman. But you know what? I have this book. Oh, it's derogatory. It says. Oh really? Derog- I have this book um, called um, "The Joys of Yiddish" or it's like Yiddish words and humor or something like uh-huh. that and it definitely says that it's a derogatory term okay shiksa is an often disparaging term for a non-jewish woman or girl disparaging well it's coming it's usually used oh, it's usually used in the like context she, she's of, a shiksa she's right. not jewish you're right it's usually she's used a shiksa. by she's jewish a, women she's going yeah yeah she's a goyim. you can't marry her she's, she's a, a, go- a shiksa she's a goyim shiksa who's gonna make your matzah ball soup and latkes on rosh hashanah what are you gonna eat wonder bread for shabbat who's gonna who, she barely has a tush <laughs> What are you going to grab onto, Harold? I know you love Tush. Look at her nose. It's so small. Can she even smell? Who? She, she, she doesn't even know what a Kanish is. She, she can't even spell Kanish. She, she, she didn't get a blowjob from her, Harold. Oh, she's willing to convert? She's not such a bad shiksa anymore. Uh, you know what? I'm going to give her my matzo ball soup recipe, that one. <laughs> she She's a man. It's usually Jewish women calling non-Jewish women shiksas in in like a, I, I don't want to say jealous, Resent, but resentful. resentful way, yeah. Jealous. Yeah. That fucking shiksa. But did you know that there's a male <laughs> counterpart part word called, it's shagets. Not as popular. Whoa. Yeah. No, I did not. Yeah. Look at that Shagets over there. That fucking Shagets thinks fucking he can go blue bang. blazer and gold buttons. Yeah, that fucking polo shirt, Perry shoe wearing motherfucker. Look at his wrinkled chino shorts. The fucking uh, yeah, Shagets. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd like to see him make some pastrami. <laughs> he probably eats corned beef with cabbage. Yeah, I gotta, <laughs> yeah. That guy goes to Montreal and eats at a fucking gas station. You understand that? I'm at Schwartz's for, for 9 a.m. Oh, my God. Yiddish is the funniest language. Have you yeah. ever explored any of the other words? Yes. They're all, they're words I that... Used to, I used to be a schlep. Yeah. But then I, but then I, I don't know Yiddish that Now good. Now that I'm a, a dad. Yeah. 
I'm using all the Yiddish words that my parents used that I stopped using along the way. Like take a schluff. Take my my baby schluffs. Schluffy. Very well. Take a schluffy. She laser my, she ex- laser kepi down. And oh, lay your kepi that, on my that, shoulder. That means had kepi had. means had schluff means sleep. So so my one of my girl I don't want to call her an ex but a girl I used to see used mm-hmm. to fucking hate when I said schluff. Why? It's such a fun word. She hated she she to the point where like she became resentful after time and was like, "Stop saying that!" And I was like, "Whoa! Just say you don't like it off top." Is she not Jewish? <laughs> she is a your gram- boy, She's a shiksa. <laughs> I hope your grandmother's not listening. Oh, grandma! Put the iPhone away. <laughs> uh, Jeffrey, stop it's swearing. funny how there's certain Yiddish words that have become ubiquitous in American Culture. English. Yeah, yeah, Like, schmuck. Schmuck. Uh, schmuck. Sh- oh. Schlep. Schlepping. Uh, you're a schlepper. Yeah, you're a schlepper. You're a schmuck. Uh, um, schlep just means to, sh- go, I, well, to go a long way that you don't want to have to go. Know, like, if you got to go from Santa Monica to Burbank. You got to schlep. You schlep, schlep at 4 p.m.? You got to schlep all wait, the way wait, to wait, Burbank? Wait. You know what's a good one? Spilkas. Yeah. Running around on spilkas like you're like, you know, you know. Holy, like you're hey, walking like on marbles. Like you're overwhelmed. Yeah. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, uh, Verklumped, made made famous by Mike Myers on SNL. You know, I don't know if this is Yiddish. I'm going to look up fam- like popular Yiddish words. But uh, the guy who owns Yeasty Boys, really funny guy, nice mm-hmm. guy. His name's Evan Fox. He calls me boy chick. That's Russian. I yeah, I was like, I was like, you know, relax with the boy chick. I like boy. Chick. I actually do like boy chick. It's endearing. Yeah, it is. It's nice. Popular Yiddish words do you know have you ever been to yeasty boys um fucking fire fire I, sally brought it home for me once Sally's okay my wife top 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 there. 10 yiddish words and let's use them in context um schlep yep already okay we already that. did that um this is an educational episode <laughs> oh shana punham my sister's name is shana shana just means beautiful shana punham, punham means is the face. perfect is shana punham is the perfect word for parenting is that that's what it says Shana Punham, what does that mean? It means, oh, look at, look at, oh, your, Shana Punham. Look at your Shana Punham. It means, oh, look at so, your beautiful so, face. So, so basically every time right before I'm about to eat, like like uh, like a, if a girl really keeps her pussy nice, I'll be like, oh, Shana Punham. And then I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like if you are if you have like some schmutz. Oh, that's another one. Schmutz. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Is Shana Punham usually uh, in, in t- context to like a, ch- a child? No, it's oh, any, okay. like you, you anything, anything when that's nice. Like your parents would say, when you're clean shaven, you've got such a shame on your Also, a nice pussy. Shana or, if, or if, like, you have some schmutz on your face, another Yiddish popular word, schmutz. 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 If that's you have like, some schmutz on your face, wipe that schmutz, schmutz off, off your, your face. Yeah, schmutz. Wipe that schmutz off your punum. Or if you, you could get schmutz on your shirt. What's that schmutz? Or if you're being a, a like a bad kid, my parents would be like, wipe that smile off your punum or I'll smack it off of you. Yeah. Or, or, or this is really. Jewishy and Yitzy, you look schmutzy. Yeah. Schmutzy. Oh, you know, you look like a schlub, or, or you, you look, look like, like a schlep. You like, look like a schlemiel, or like yeah. a schlep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we already talked about schlepping, but schlep could a be schmo. used. A schmo. Yeah. And, and and also a yutz. Yutz. Yeah. <laughs> this yutz is, is the most Jewish. A putz. A putz is another good a Yiddish word. And a yutz. Yeah. A yutz is like you fuck up, like you yutz. And like, a putz is like an obnoxious. Like somebody that thinks they're great, but they're so annoying and obnoxious. Hey, oh, putsy boy, right here. Yeah, where's my putz shirt? Okay, wait. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. Nuts to putts. Nuts to putts. I'm not a butter. Okay, wait. That was so putsy in the not a butter comment. Okay. <laughs> Mashugana, which we talked about, yeah, I think, which is like. a popular one. Mashugana is like, you know. Just you're not. You're out you're, of your mind. You're just like, relax. You're crazy. You're Mashugana. You're acting Mashugana. Just take a breath. Yeah. Um, or you need to be institutionalized if you're Mashugana. Mashugana. Yeah, crazy. You're crazy. Um, chutzpah, great Yiddish. Oh yeah, word. that is. That's you know the, what you know what you got to have in this entertainment business. Chutzpah, chutzpah. You it's just what? basically a word for balls and drive and hustle and flourishing. Balls is a funny term because like they're so sensitive. It's true, but they're the but, symbol of being tough. Yes, yes. Pussies take a pounding. <laughs> wow, but it's this like is, this it's, is like philosophy. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, but they're but they're the symbol of being weak. No. Yeah, you're pussy. Oh wow! Yes. Well, I was just thinking about actual pussy, but yes, yes, like the, like in, in in the word. Right. Right. Um. But it's weird because they symbolize opposites of what they. Can we make a promise? This is, th- th- welcome back to the heavy linguistics can we, podcast. Can we, can we? Yeah. Can we make a promise to each other? Yeah. Whoever gets on first. Whoever gets on first. Mm-hmm. Buzz. Or just buys courtside Laker seats, yeah, like oh, consistently, yeah. or gets gets seasons, and we take each other. Like yeah, regularly. for sure. Okay, for sure, a hundred percent. Let's go. Yes. Let's get the hutzpah. You know the Cleveland. What are you working on right now? Okay, let's hear about it. Motherfuckers um, podcast. Motherfuckers podcast. Search, and then we'll and then we'll get back in mother separate word fuckers, but it's f. And three asterisks ERS. And then we're going to go back to talk about NBA free agency because okay, we cool. didn't really get into it. But, okay, Motherfuckers Podcast. Motherfuckers Podcast. You and Avery Pearson, from my understanding, what I know is y'all are two new fathers. Yeah, he has a 19-month-old and I've got a nine-day-old. And we started it actually a year in advance. So we started it before me and my wife Sally were even pregnant because we, we were trying and it was really hard. And I wanted to talk about it. And also me and Sally discussed how we weren't going to be one of these couples who has a kid and then like you never see us anymore. Mm-hmm. And that we're like out of we drop off the face of the earth. We do our work. And we you just hire, come home. You hire and, a babysitter. Or you bring your kid with you. you yeah. Know? Yeah. And I told Avery that and he made fun of me he mocked me he's like you have no idea he stays at home right and so the the thesis avery i love but avery is like low avery has is very ambitious when it comes to his career Mm -hmm. but avery is low-key lazy when it comes to his like like social oh yeah like because he's vegetarian right and he's always like how'd you lose weight i'm like avery stop eating cheese stop eating cashews well i think that i think that when you're vegetarian you like it's harder to be healthy because the uh, the options for to replace meat are are like you instead like especially for us late at night your only options are pizza french or pasta fries. or french fries and or or like grilled cheeses and it's like you rep- instead of like oh I'm vegetarian I'm just going to eat vegetables all the time you eat more bread and cheese yeah 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 and that's what is and that's what's tough about dieting, and that's what's tough about honestly. Like, I don't believe in dieting; it's too unsustainable. And this is coming from a guy that just dropped eighty pounds and kept it off for over a year now. Not only which is <laughs> which is putts, 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 putts. No, that's, that's something to be proud of. I am. I'm I need of... to lose about thirty right now. You and I can. I just can't stop. I'll, eating. T- I'll, I'll tell you this much: this moment. if you feel like you need to lose weight, that's fine. 
I think you look great. Thank you. I think you look happy. I need to lose weight for my health. I, think, I work out like a monster. Yeah. I do I do 100 burpees a day. Wow. I swim laps. Yeah, no, you're a brick. I'm I'm you're I'm, a brick. I'm I'm tight fat. Y'all would be surprised how healthy people like you actually are. Yeah, you know, I, I you when you're like chubby, you, you, you gotta have you, a persona of being like a slob. But that's you're actually not, that's a not brick. Really you, not, you don't have any loose fat. No, no, no. no. I'm no. You couldn't like s- squeeze me or it's not flub. Slap me in ripples. No, it's not know. flub. Right. Like you're you'd be an incredible. <gasps> you you'd be I'd, an incredible wrestler. I'd be a great '80s wrestler for sure. Or no, like an actual, just like like not like WWE, but just uh, like right. wrestler, wrestler, like, like Greco like, Roman. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'd have to drop some weight, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, we're doing this podcast, and the the thesis is, I think my life's only going to change 25% with the baby. Mm-hmm. And and I'm making conscious effort to only, you know. And obviously, life-changing is a very uh, nebulous term. Like, has was it a life-changing experience to see my daughter being born? Yeah, of course. But in a good way, in like a spiritually amazing, like I'm connected to humanity sort of way. Not he, When he says my life is going to be totally different and 100% change, he means like in a bad logistical, like it's going to be harder to do everything you do. You're not going to have a social life. You're not, you know, and I'm trying to prove to him that only 25% of my life is going to get harder and be absent and so we've been doing this for a year we recorded a bunch of interviews that mm-hmm. we have cut up and put bits and pieces of in every episode we sprinkled the interviews into each episode so it's more like npr style wow yeah kind of interesting yeah and it has for a, a narrative arc of me trying to get pregnant with my wife all the way on through to right now having the kid yeah wow 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 yeah well i think that you have a very welcoming and loving spirit. Thank you. And that I'm warm. And yes. I mean, I'm sweating, but I'm, emotionally, <laughs> you, I'm warm you, too. You, you are on Spilkas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm schwitzing. <laughs> That's schwitzing. another one. Uh, Schwitzer. You're a Schwitzer. Yeah, I'm a Schwitzer. Yeah. No, but you're a Schwitzer. But I think that your loving and welcoming spirit and personality will translate through your parenting, and you'll be a great father. Thank you, man. Yeah, I really do. I do too. I, I think, like I said, it's my purpose to be a dad. Yes. And I am the oldest of four children, and my brother's three years younger than me. My sisters are seven and nine years younger than me. And I really feel like I, I did a lot to help. I changed their diapers. I yep. babysat constantly. Yeah. I, you know, I played with them. I love them. Yeah. They're still like, I mean, they're grown up. They're both buying houses and have boyfriends they're going to get married to. Wild. But they're still like these little wild? girls to me, you know? I'm like, I'm 32. My little, my 28-year-old cousins are like having kids. And I'm yeah. like, <sighs> overdraft. Yeah, Everybody- that's a tough business. <laughs> Dude, I, I know what that's like. I told my wife when she want, told me she, we wanted to start trying. I was like, uh-huh. I need my own nine months Financial. to not overdraft my bank account financial stability yeah, yeah, yeah and i still don't totally have that but i think with the podcast and the other stuff i'm working on right now my show watch me chill yes um it's a monthly show at the improv i want to turn into either a t te- i want ideally i want it to be a live it stream is- show for tv that's so it's both it's live but we take audience participation from the internet because instead of separating them which how it is now and people in tv have no idea about live streaming 
We need to bridge it instead of it being this like, well, young people watch live stream stuff and yes, everyone born uh, before 1995 watches television. No, yeah. we got to just merge them. Yeah. yeah. So this I is agree. a show that I want to do that with. And uh, it's my talk show, but I'm the sidekick. There's actually somebody that I want to put you in touch with for that. A okay. really good production company that would be great. Right, and cool. I think that it should start digitally because that's how everything does. Of course. And yeah, then yeah. once it has yes. the, you know, Bridget. But that is literally the future of content, what you're, t- what you're touching on right now. I think now. so, too. Yeah. And that's why I want to do it that way. So the motherfuckers I'm before podcast. My time. My, <laughs> Young Thriver, Sandy Danto. The fourth set that I ever did in stand-up comedy was on a Monday night at the Comedy Store in 2009. Paige and Gion were there. They filmed it. I'm sure they'll release it one day once I pop <laughs> off. I bombed so hard. John Schlesinger was hosting it. Sh- John Scheiser Sheezer was hosting it. Uh and you know the fucked up thing about me and Sandy is, is I've had him on the podcast before, and we might have you know touched on this slightly, but we were put in touch through a guy named uh, Matthew Orley, whose brother is actually shooting a, a huge movie this summer. I know. Summer I, I emailed with him. In, I'm trying to get in it. Yes. In um, in Jason uh, Orley. Yes, Jason. Super Orley. funny kid. Great writer. We went to camp together. Yes. And he was a little kid when I was there. Yes. And he was so cute and really funny, even as like a six year old kid, seven year old yes. kid. So we were put in touch, and me and Sandy hadn't met for like a year and a half or two, but we still. You were almost my roommate. Yes, we were almost. I was almost, and I didn't even know you. I didn't have I didn't have working papers at that point, so that's why I. I used to smoke so much weed back then, but I was like, "Wait, I think I remember him." (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But bunch of mutual friends, and 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 I think that you're uh, a staple at the comedy store. You know, this is my home. This is my my spiritual and comedic home for sure. Yes. And this is this is synagogue for me. Yes. This is the closest thing we're going to yeah. the rabbi on yeah, Friday night. Exactly. Uh, but, uh, you know, beyond what you're working on, what what else is going on? But beyond those three things that you're working on. Watch uh, Me Chill, Motherfuckers Podcast. I got Sandy, a bunch of other... Sna- Snandy Danto on... Um, oh, it's, it's, it's Sandy now, right? Yeah, Sandy. Sandy Danto on Instagram, S-A-N-D-Y-D-A-N-T-O. You know, I got all these other things, auditions for shows. There you know, he is. That you might know very well, uh, but you can't talk about. It's, that's it's a matter thing. of time. The, it's a matter to... of time with Sandy. Sandy's been in the game how long? Twelve years. Twelve. But I learned very early on you can't talk about auditions because it jinxes them. Oh. I used to tell my mom about things that I auditioned for, and I wouldn't get it, and then. For months, whatever happened, my biggest thanks mis- for bringing it up, mom. No, no, never no. heard about my it. My biggest mistake, too, was when I was and, and when I, in the past two times that I did sell shows mm-hmm. or you know, kind of, yeah, so I sold them, I did sell them, I can't lie, I did sell them, but I would tell people about it, yeah. And then both the shows didn't go to air. (laughs) And people were like, you know. You know, though, you got so much further than most people. Even just getting a pilot that never goes anywhere is is a success. Yes, the two that I worked on. You can't see it as a failure. No, no, no. Failures are actually successes. No, no, they were huge, huge wins. Yeah. My first one, I got my working papers out of it. Huge learning experience. My second one. It's funny to think of you as an immigrant. Like I know (laughs) they could be separating you from your family, which is so fucked up. Because I just want to touch on something. There is no difference between me and a Mexican, right? And there is no difference between me and someone from Honduras, right? Or me and someone from the Dominican Republic. 
and right. uh, not not to get all serious. Canadians are animals too. <laughs> no, stop. No, I'm but just not kidding. not not to get serious, but like holy fuck, man. I know. I mean, I went through the normal process to get here, but to think But also Canada isn't a, a place where you're in danger of you know, being You know what's fucked up though? There are a lot of Canadians that are living here illegally. Of course, yeah. yeah. And 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 I there's uh, there's one thing that I do not do in America. Okay, and that's break the law, mm-hmm. fight. I don't do this at home either. I don't drink and drive. Mm-hmm. I don't do anything that could ever risk everything that I've worked for to get to a point where I could be here thriving like this. That's good. Fucking these bitches. That's uh, getting this money. It's very mature. Smoking, smoking this weed. Putz but it's free. I mean, uh, it's uh, legal. Legal. Yeah. yeah. In Basically California. Free. In California. And actually, in in uh, Canada, it's now fully legal. That's great. Yeah. Should be. So what's next? This, hap- this all, all this stuff that's happening in LA right now, weed being legal, and they're changing the last call at to the four? bars to four a.m. Thank the Lord, it's happening fifteen years too late. Too like, late. I don't I give agree. a fuck about either at this I point. Know. I think like I, I still smoke or mostly eat edibles, but like only once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, when I can like really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm just like too in my head and get paranoid. But. Or like just even with drinking, it's just like I, unless I'm like at a wedding or on vacation, I don't want to like, I want to be able to take the next day to be hungover and just lay in bed and do nothing. It's funny because I literally don't like edibles. I don't like to ingest my. Well, weed. now that it's legal, they have teensy tiny ones that are like one milligram, two point five milligrams, oh, so five like milligrams, where it's like just a little buzz. Yes, and it's great. That's exactly what I'm looking for. Yes, okay. But you know, I try not to overindulge in that. Yes, I'll get you but some I, of that. Cool. But what yeah, I'm, though that's my that's the best. That's your but real I, But like, it being legal makes it like now tour. Look, the best part of it being legal is when people I know come into town. They no longer are like, "Hey, can you can get you us take, some weed?" I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, just go to the yeah, store men, on the men, corner." Yeah. Literally, yeah, not, it's the not, best. not my problem anymore. Yeah, it's, that's the best. Part but something about ingesting weed that I want to talk about is I hate eating edibles. I like to smoke weed and Smoking then go weed, eat something delicious right. that has no weed in it, right? At all, <laughs> right? I get that, and I think I, what I miss about it is like the friendship aspect, the bonding aspect of smoking weed or drinking with somebody. It's yeah. like there's you, there's such up. bond forming, and just like sitting around, Double-teaming. putting on some music. Yeah. Putting on something funny on TV and just smoking, getting real high. Going to a movie, going to eat. Oh. Yeah, the best. The best. Can, can we go to Din Tai Fung together? We absolutely can go to Din. It just, That's one of mine and Sally's favorite places to go to. The shrimp and pork dumplings and spicy sauce? Oh, my God. Dude, you know what? I really want to go to like <laughs> San Gabriel Valley and go to a dim sum house. Wow. Well, you know where I go? I go to Arcadia. Yeah, that's in San Gabriel Valley. China Red. We'll have let's go there. Let's like make a trip out of it. We'll China take the baby. Red, literally. Let's go. We'll drive out there. You have to get there at ten a.m. to beat mm-hmm. the line. Yeah. It is the best dumplings in oh, in in California that I've had. <sighs> Woo! Okay, let's get back to free agency before we wrap up. Oh, well, last thing, I'm still working on my Kickstarter thing. I pitched it a few places, yes. and I said basically we love the idea, super funny, but you're not famous, so we're not going to throw all the money at it. Yeah. So that's why I'm doing the podcast and watch me chill and auditioning so I can get famous enough to make my special of me riding on a jet ski in a hot tub on a yacht that's not in the water. It's on a trailer in a parking lot. And it's a tour. Ideally a tour, but <laughs> if I can only get the money to just shoot one show, I'll take it. That's fine. That's yeah. more than enough. Yes. 
And what you're doing and what you're touching on all of those things that you're working on is you're pushing, baby. And that's what you got to do. I, you know what? Not, not just I, – I always work kind of hard. I, I am lazy, and I'll admit that. But that's part of, like, my comic persona. Mm-hmm. And – now and that I have the, now that I have a family, mm-hmm. I've worked. I've been working so much harder. Hell yeah! Like like how much regular people work. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's great. And you know what's cool is is I know anybody that's been in this business for longer than you know, let's say seven eight years, knows that it is fucking tough. It's not easy. And there's many points when you contemplate whether it's worth it. You're like, what am you know? So many times. So many times. But it's a game of persistence. Exactly. And it's so many times. If you do this, there's so there's gonna be like there's been so many times that I've been like, what am I doing? You know. But then you know you stop and you think about why you started and what you've done Mm -hmm. since you started. Yeah. And, you know, and you just keep pushing. I spoke to a friend of mine from college yesterday and he's like, man, I thought by our 30s, you'd be the richest person I know. From comedy. From from doing comedy. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yeah, well, my parents don't live together either. You want to talk about that too, dickhead? Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, I'm like, just give me a little bit more time. It, yeah, it, exactly. It's different for everybody. Yep. People get lucky breaks early on. Yep. And you know what? Some people can't and follow some- those up. And right now, what I think is that my lucky break is around the corner. It could happen any day now. Absolutely. It will happen soon. And I have the body of work and the experience to follow it up. Yes, you do. And people love you. So it's just a matter of time. Thank you. That's what I always told you. I was just like, keep going because it's just a matter of time. People love you. I've spent many, many uh, moments of questioning everything. I know. And it's funny because... Now I'm in a much better place. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And you know, and me too. Me too. And I think it's so funny because everyone always asks questions like, oh, like, where did this person come from? Like, yo, this person's been at it for 15 years. Right. Like, Just in another place. Yeah. Yeah. And people always act confused. Like, who is this guy? Kevin Hart, this person, that person. Like, well, Kevin Hart, you know, like a- anybody who pops off real, real big. Like, everyone's been at it for. It's very rare that somebody started comedy a year or two ago and yeah. got successful. Yes, 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 yes. It happens. Oh, yes, of course. There's messiahs out there. Yeah. There is definite messiahs. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, just one of those businesses where it doesn't happen for everybody off no, top. It doesn't. Also, the success can be measured in different ways, like especially in comedy. <clears throat> you... Not you can be very successful without being famous. Oh, very much so. You could have a new pilot that never goes to air every year Get and paid. have a fucking mansion. Oh yeah, oh hell yeah, hell yeah. You could be a writer. You could be a producer. Yep. You know, like yeah, there are different paths for everybody. Yeah. Same with in life. You know, like you may not have a kid at the supposed time that you're supposed to, but you know, your forties, you have a kid and it's great. Well, I'm 32 now. Some people have teenage kids and then they go on and. It's like a diff- you, and at the time you're like, oh, my life's fucked. What am I gonna do? But then, like, you'll meet people in comedy who are our age, and they have got like grown kids, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, I P- just saw you P- do P- cocaine the other day. <laughs> Pete C has a kid. Yeah, full grown kid that owns a house. The kid? Yeah, in Ohio, he owns a house. 
I don't even own a goddamn shiksa. <laughs> <laughs> well, this isn't the old country shadow. Oh, yes, it's know? true. You know, those shiksas just run around the city blowing everybody. <laughs> Getting that's, ass, getting ass injections, blowing everybody. Who do they think they are? Jewish that, girls. That's exactly something I heard at Temple growing up. Well, yeah, Shiksa girls go like actually. Right, yeah, that's a good thing. Maybe Jewish girls should think about taking that example. I'd like to talk about something. Yeah, go ahead. The pressure from you know Jewish communities to keep it Jewish. Yeah, like I get it, but it it's not good genetically. I think it just has to do with the times and history. Like, after the Holocaust, there was such a desire and need, naturally, as a race, as a race to come together. Uh, the, the, the human race, off top, right. that, as a group. But then, even more so amplified within the Jewish well, community, was huge, to stick yeah. together. Right. But it's cultural, too. Like, many cultures are like, you can only procreate with someone else no, from this I culture know, or this religion or whatever. No, I know, but it was amplified by, oh, the, yeah. oh, by, by the desecration of right, the... Right, right. We lost six million Jews. We yes. had to try to repopulate but no, Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. But, but not only that, like, not only the repopulation, but the fact that, like, we were... Like, they've tried to extinguish us. Like, right. you know, like... Or not extinguish, yeah. but... Yeah. yeah, extinguish? Yeah. Or eliminate us. Yeah. You know, th so so there was from generational, like, like my grandfather's mother, I remember. My grandfather was a great man. My grandfather, my grandfather, all my, all my grandparents are great people, but my grandfather was a great man. War hero, minister of defense, minister of urban affairs, wrote a book. In his book was a note from his mother that basically said... The gist of it was keep it Jewish, you know, to be Jewish is very important and to have it passed down generation to generation is like an absolute must. I get that. I think culturally, yes. And I think that Me too. especially with with Jewish people or any population of ethnicity or race that's been um, massacred, or genocided, you should try to replenish that community mm -hmm. but you know part of the problem with our country america mm -hmm. right now my mm -hmm. well the country i share with you i'm 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 hopefully I'm one day we'll become a citizen helping I, you yes yeah, yeah. yes uh is that the alt-right believes that america should and is a should be and is a white ethno state mm. and that all the people who don't fall into the category of being white and like the goys the goys shouldn't <laughs> the goys the goys they're, they're running rampant but it's it's funny because uh the white people stole this from native americans who are not white so it, none of it makes sense to me but none of it i think part is of progressing in the world is like the the marrying of cultures and and like inclusion and everybody sort of sharing their cultures but also having an identity so like i think it's okay for people to intermarry especially in jewish communities but just what what makes me sad is when like a goy or, sorry a, a, a gentile and a jew marry what's a gentile 
A Gentile is a non-Jew. That sounds derogatory. It's an, it's the English word for non-Jew. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. yeah. Gentile. Wow. So it sounds I think so like... I think that is. It, is it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay, my you bad. You can look it up. I'm going to look it up. But it's like when, when both lose their identity and it just becomes like you're now American and you do Christmas and all and like... You know, I, I think people should just share the identity that they have and not lose it. Well, what's so ironic about that statement and about what I was saying about my grandfather, non-Jewish, Gentile, you're right. What I was saying about that statement and what's so ironic about it is my grandfather had on that side had four sons. Mm-hmm. His eldest was a legend named Ken Danson, R.I.P. Ken Danson, my uncle Ken Danson, Okay. Ken Danson first married Jewish and then got divorced and married Chinese and had two kids. And then, um, and so that was like my childhood, you know, and like, like I grew up with half Jewish, half Asian cousins, you know, growing up. And then also too, one of my other uncles married not Jewish. So it was like, I grew up until I was 13 years old. I thought my dad's side of the family was not Jewish. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know because I had Asian cousins and we were celebrating Christmas and Hanukkah. I think that that's nice. I think that the part of the reason why there's so much uh, hate in the world is because the people who hate Jews or hate blacks or hate Mexicans or whatever, it's just because they don't have an understanding of who and what they are. Yeah. And if they just knew about – like we as Jews growing up – knew so much about Christmas and celebrated it in some capacity or another that we accepted and and I celebrated and appreciate both. it and love yeah same and uh and vice versa for anyone who's not Jewish that like grew up in a Jewish community like Forest Hill mm-hmm. or West Bloomfield yes. or Los Angeles where it's or Brentwood where, yeah where it's like very in your face but that way they go out into the world and they see other cultures and nothing's like weird bad to them yes because they were exposed to how other people do things. Maybe that's not how it happened in their house specifically, but I think that the more we understand about other people, the less uh He's not Jewish. Polarize it. Yeah. <laughs> he's not Jewish. Jews do it too, by the you way. You know in Goodfellas when she's yeah. like, "He's not Jewish." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the he best parts. Or he doesn't come home. He's he's not Jewish. I just think that, uh, you know, some Jews can come off as super cliquey people, and we are. Yeah. But it's but almost also it's, it's like it's a like, defense it's, mechanism. It's honestly, it's like hereditary yeah. in a sense. Like, yeah. none of my family was, luckily, thank the Lord, in the Holocaust. Same. But, like, I have a sense of neurosa and neurotic that, like, ne- that I cannot explain. <laughs> that I really can't. Like, I don't know. It is I don't, super hereditary. I don't, know, I don't know what I it is. I think people see me and my image is, like, a super chill guy. And I'm pretty chill. But I definitely have neuroses and can get neurotic about things. Mostly surrounding around food. But, you know, like, when I go to a new city, I've got to do some research. Yeah. Me too. I'm like, I need to know where to, I could get the best possible meal 
if I'm hungry at two in the morning. Oh my God, Bojangles. Have you ever been in North Carolina? Yeah, oh, I love Bojangles. I love Bojangles. Yeah, so best breakfast sandwiches. Love oh, biscuits. the biscuits. Oh, I love the biscuits. Chick-fil-A has a good biscuit. They do, yeah. Popeye's has a good yeah. biscuit, but you need a Chick-fil-A's drink. Chick-fil-A's got the best fries of any fast food place. You know what? I'm, gonna go, I, I'm just going to go ahead and just flat out disagree with you, Sandy. Which one's your favorite? McDonald's. French yeah, fries. But they We're have talking to be about fresh. Fr- yes. Yes. Fry them fresh. I used to do a joke. Whereas, like, uh, if you want to get McDonald's fries to be good every time, you ask for them without salt because then they have to make new ones. And then, and then you say, actually, and then I want you, salt. And then, and then you say salt on the when side. when they give it to you, you say, can I get a couple packets of salt? Can I get a couple packets of salt? But that's like a sneaky way of doing it. Yeah. I think you're actually, I think it's like a known thing to be like, hey, do you mind dropping them fresh? Like, can you drop them fresh? Yeah. And then they'll be like, yeah, it'll be five minutes. And you're like, okay, no worries. Yeah. Like, um, like that's a problem. Drop them fresh. McDonald's is is great. I will only eat it outside the country. I don't eat it. I oh yeah, eat yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I will only I'll eat, eat it in it Canada. In foreign I'll country. eat it in Canada. I think that America's food standards are pretty shot. Gross. They're shot, and that other countries protect their citizens against all the chemicals and weird well, this dyes. Is, and yeah, because it's because it's a business here, right? Yeah. So they're it's like, like they they can make all that food. Without having that stuff in it. Easily. It's it's pretty gross, man. It's, I don't know, it makes me sad. I know. But at the same sad. time, but it's, it's fun. This is America. Yeah. This is America. We America's like... That is literally the difference between Canada and the US. The competition and like the level of, not that Canadians are mediocre, but like they're comfortable with mediocrity. No, I think that Canadians are just comfortable with who they are, and Americas are. But American, you know, you know, America a lot of has ca- a lot of growing up to do, and instead of celebrating all the corporate culture, we need to figure out just how to make it better for everybody. I'm talking about the mass of Canada. You know, a select group of Canadians that are very thrivy and that take risks. Oh, dude, I've been to Slave Lake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've I'm been talking to about, Medicine Hat. I'm talking about I've those places. New, I've been to. Um, I've been to. What's the, what's the province next to Ontario going east? I've been to Halifax. Halifax. Uh, wait, going in east. Nova Scotia. Nova New Brunswick. Scotia. Is New that? Brunswick. Wait, I've been Ont- to New Brunswick. Ontario. Moncton. I've been to Moncton. Wait, wait, wait. I'm pulling up a map of Canada right now. Before. I've been all over Canada, my friend, except for the Yukon. Actually, I've been to the Yukon territory. I want a Canadian cruise tonight. 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 No, no, last. Last. <laughs> Whoa. A year cr- ago. A year ago. Have you ever been to none of it? No. What do you think about Justin Trudeau? Great hair. Great head of hair. Great politician face. Yes. But when I was in Edmonton, which is, by the way, I I went to Edmonton and they hated him there. But I said to the, when I was on stage, I was like, Was it a year ago? Well, how do you, no, it was was a few weeks ago. Oh, wow. It was maybe a couple months ago, actually. Mm. But time flies when you have a kid. When you're flourishing. Yes, exactly. Uh, I asked, I was like, because I was in Alberta, which is right above like Minnesota and Montana. Okay. Or the Dakotas, you know? And uh, I was like, how do you guys feel about Trump? And most people booed. Not everybody did. Okay. Which means Because this is the part of your country that if it was over that line would fucking love, love Trump. Trump. Yeah. And then what did they do? They laugh? They laughed at yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. then a couple people came up to me after and they're like, we like Trump. Wow. Yeah. Came up to you. Yeah, yeah, after the show. To just tell you, like, Yeah, they're like, Trump's- you know what? I think, like, the message that he has is, like, America's for the Americans, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, but 
No. <laughs> like, all right, yeah, I guess he's trying to protect America, but he's going about it the wrong way. You know what's funny is whenever I talk about Trump, it's it's because I like previous to him becoming into politics, I actually um, was a big fan of Trump. Like I thought he was funny. Like yeah, I because I, mean, I didn't because a- I didn't know anything about his personal life or his or his political views or anything. But I think he's just like you know he's he's a businessman and he's in office and he's and he's just he just doesn't know what he's doing and he makes weird. Decisions. He's funny in a way that like. J.R. Smith is funny for fucking up game one of the NBA final. He's funny in a way that, like, that, like, I just um, don't think he knows like, what he's doing. And he doesn't care. That, like, he doesn't care. Monica like, Lewinsky was funny. You like, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like Obama in the nineties. Obama was like really endearing, and like really like you can tell he's like. Uh, you know, if a if you, you might he might not cry if a caterpillar gets stepped on, but like he he Obama like a cared. compassionate, empathetic he was, human. Exactly, being. he did some fucked up shit, but yeah, I think I as mean, a human being, I think I think every president has to do so, has yeah. to okay some fucked up shit. Here, he's the, he's the I, I think that's that I in. think that's obvious. Yeah, of course. Yeah. but he did some fucked up shit, and then there are all these people out there. Who are, who just think that he did no wrong and could do no wrong and that he was yes, like yes. the best ever. I'm not it's the same way people thought that about President Clinton. Too. Yes, 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 yes. I was a huge fan of President Clinton. Keep in I mind, mean, in theory, as as per, if, if we're taking away the things that they did in office, yes, as exactly. personalities and human exactly. beings. Exactly. I never read yeah, the Clinton, news. Obama. Cool I dudes. never read the They're news. Cool dude. Exactly. Trump is not a cool dude. Exactly. He's, like, he's I would not, not like, want to hang out with that guy. That's what I'm because I I don't know what's going on in the world as far as like I'm not very up to date on political things that are happening. I watch. I'll watch BBC. I'll read BBC. I follow up. Yeah. I'll see CNN. I'll go on this fake news. news. I'll go on TMZ.com. But I I don't. I, I'm. I'm. It's more, hard. I used to be very connected to it, and then. It, it just caused the neuroses. The neuroses too much. to freak out. And if especially start, with having a kid, I was like, you know what? I kind of ha- need to unplug from what's going on in the world a little bit. A little bit? Because you're so not going to be able to focus on what's actually you Right. You need or to you're do. just like, well, why do I want to bring a person into this that I'm responsible for yeah. when everything's going to shit? Yeah. There, so, was a, there was like a good nine months between 2017 and 18 where, where I was just like. Bad. Not a single good news story ever, ever. And it's like, how are you supposed to process that as a human being trying to function in the world? Yeah. And not let it get to you. Well, I just think that as a unit, aka humanity, needs to come together for the environment and for the future. We got to love each. That's why I love. I got really high one night and I had a revelation of why. High on weed? Yeah. Yeah. Why love is so important. Because without love, you have no problem killing other people or yeah, exactly. fucking other people over. Yeah, exactly. You have no empathy. So you need to experience love of other people in order to be able to treat other people that you don't necessarily love with any level of respect. And that actually starts with a self-love because when you yeah. love yourself, you're able to think straight and love others clearly. That, that, this is a good way to end the episode right now. I think so. Is this too like yoga-y, like farting nah, in yoga we're in class? LA. It's what we're, you know. Yeah, we're hiking. We're yeah. drinking kombucha. Yeah, namaste. Yeah. Namaste. Thank you, Health Aid. Thank you to the new... Papi Chulo, a.k.a. Sandy Danto. Thank you. Follow Sandy Danto. At Sandy on- Danto. At Watch Me Chill. At MFers Podcast. Please subscribe to my... Just give it a chance. Even if you're not like... 
going to become a parent anytime soon. But especially if you are a parent or thinking about having kids, listen to my podcast, motherfuckers, M, or sorry, mother, F, three asterisks, ERS on iTunes. Check it out. It's worth a listen. And follow Sandy because it is just a moment until he's on. Uh, very funny guy. Very good guy. Thank you. This God. is so great. This is Thank a good you. episode. Yeah. This is a fun episode. Yeah, it yeah. was kind of all over the place, but it was good. Yeah. We fuck bitches get money. Yeah, stack chips. Whoa. Flourish. Putsy. I'm a putz. I'm going to go, go find me a shiksa and get my dick wet. God and bless. And drink kombucha energy drink. Yeah. And bridge between digital and TV. Let's get it. <laughs> I love y'all. Stay flourishing. One time.